Welcome to Ripstop on the Record, the podcast for makers, by makers, where we talk about all things MYOG. Brought to you by Ripstop by the Roll. I think it's good, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that was a good take. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Ripstop on the Record. I'm Jameson. And I'm Avery. I'm not Isaac. I am actually Isaac. Over the last 12 months, we have released something like 60 new products. And today we are going to talk about which ones are the best of the year, which ones were our favorite, maybe the most interesting to bring on, as well as give away some awards to these, well, fake awards to these products. And that's not all. We're also going to play a fun game at the end where we're going to make Carter and Isaac guess products that are going to be stuck to their forehead. Think of that office episode. Um, <laughs> the uh, nice. racial sensitivity training. I hope yeah. it goes better than that. <laughs> <laughs> so all that and more very soon. But first, a few updates. Now, this episode is coming out uh, on December 20th. So you're probably listening to it thereafter. Uh, it's too late to purchase now. The office is going to be closed pretty soon. So the week after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's, Ripstop of the Rolls giving all the employees some well-deserved time off and uh, no orders will be fulfilled. We won't be recording or talking about fabrics. So we'll be talking about fabrics elsewhere outside of work instead. Uh, also, uh, double check if you haven't already seen these new Duraflex components are out. Uh, there are color matched to, or they are color matched to some of our popular fabrics. So you can check out things like the ultralight side release buckle, the uh, micro cord lock, an anchorable cord lock, slip lock, tri glide. And many more. Thank you for wrapping that up. And uh, also, our newest kits or newest products that have just been released, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, are our new kits, including Isaac's favorite and his custom designed packable poncho. Yeah. And Carter's uh, highly technical lay flat travel bag kit. Highly technical. I'd say it's technical. Once you go look at it, you'll know that we're joking, but it is perfect. It is excellent for what it's meant to do. so yeah, make sure you go check out all of those things and and more right now. Yeah, and as always, make sure to like, subscribe, rate, review. And if you want to follow along and watch this episode, then head over to YouTube where you can watch all of our episodes live. All right. On to the episode. <laughs> you stole my line. <laughs> <laughs> So this whole episode is about the new products that we brought on in 2023, something like 57 of them or something like that. Um, I want to talk a little bit about what you guys do to make that happen because you bring all the products on. Over the ones that we talked about or that we will talk about over last year, what was the hardest product to bring on? Mm. For Isaac, it was probably the poncho kit. Yeah, I'd also say the... Um, four-way stretch and nylon taslin. Uh, there was just like a lot of development, like looking through a bunch of different samples and then color dips and uh, just not necessarily hard, just kind of a tedious process. Yeah, uh, and the same goes for Polar Tech, right? Like, even though that's an existing product that we didn't design, it's still like when you're communicating with a company of that size, it just takes an immense amount of time. So we started developing that like a year before we got it or something like last August, I think. Interesting. Are there any like memorable onboarding stories? Uh, Probably Polar Tech for me, even though it was not in this year. Uh, I had about 50,000 lab dips on my desk. (laughs) 
uh, trying to make sure that we got the right colors. So, yeah, that was fun. Memorable. I would say that not really. <laughs> the memorable stuff is the bad stuff, mm. right, where you spend a lot of time and energy on a product and you get to almost the finish line and then something goes wrong that you didn't anticipate and that may or may not mean that you don't get to release a product that you're really excited about or um, we have a lot of moving pieces. So, you know, the most memorable things for me, unfortunately, I think are the ones that have issues with them. Mm. When everything goes smoothly, like it usually does, you're like, we had to look up what products we released this year because I have no idea. The ones that traumatized you burned into yeah, your memory? Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. I feel like a lot of products traumatize me because half of them get stuck somewhere along the way and we have to move a release date 17 times. <laughs> not for us, though. No, not from you. Not, not from not the product team. No. <clears throat> um, is there a product that you're particularly proud of that like the work just felt extremely worth it at the end? You know, the definition of proud. I would say for me, it is the, and I'm sorry if I'm saying something that came out like December 31st or whatever, but we haven't really talked about it yet. So it'll be still new for you to hear. Um, the printed DCF, both in full rolls and available like by the yard or by the half yard is definitely something I'm really proud of. It was a lot of work, a lot of moving pieces, a lot of testing, a lot of approvals, uh, a lot of like process just a very involved thing and it's also a product that doesn't exist anywhere else in the world in that way so i just think the opportunities for what people can make have been expanded drastically because now they can have any color of dcf that they want like in the world and that's really awesome and this one's way lighter than previously I my mean, last the before lightest variant as printables one ounce or now you can make like just, it opens up your opportunity so much more. Uh, well, before, there were no colors that were custom at all. Oh, I see. Right? Like, um, for instance, uh, Dyneema offered, like, a green and a blue and a black that's really gray and clear. Uh -huh. So, and then we offered printing, but only through small format presses, right? Yeah. So you couldn't make a shelter or... If you're a small business, you couldn't make things at scale sure. uh, in a thousand colors because that what just wasn't an option. I'm going to plug something that m you might see in the future, which is more variants of DCF that are going to be available to be printed on. It may or may not be live by the time this happens, but I don't know. So That's an Easter egg. Uh, yeah. A ripstop. Look out for the lightest ever printable DCF in full rolls. Isaac, what are you most proud of this year? Uh, I'd say the, the poncho kit that is going to be coming out. It'll be out by the time, time this episode. Yeah. So, um, Definitely something that I have been wanting to make like since college. One of my college projects actually for one of my classes was like I had to create a, like a fall collection and I made a poncho as part of that collection. Uh, did not turn out as well as the kit that we we're now <laughs> selling turned out. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy about that. That is pretty cool. You so we went camping and trail running and climbing together back in May, and it was like pouring that night that we went camping. Mm -hmm. And you like you slept under a poncho. We talked about it then. Remember you kind of teasing? You're like, I really want to make a kit out of this. Um, so it is pretty fun that now it's yeah. 
you know, December 11th, your uh, dream will finally come out. Yep. Dreams really do come true. <laughs> you can call us Disney World. It <laughs> makes sense. Um, so with that, all the products are great. They all hold a place. That's why we brought them on. But is there, for to you guys, the product team, is there one product that would would you... Would you be able to title something like the product of the year without obviously no shit on any other product? But I would say no. I think the cool thing about having so many offerings, like onboarding 60 plus products a year, is that what we're doing is creating an ecosystem for people to be more creative. So there are products that Isaac probably likes and uses more than ones that I do. Um, just in the same way that there are other people out there that maybe their product of the year was just a colored micro cord lock because they've always wanted to do multicolor stuff or color match their stuff. And just that small piece was like, that's the coolest thing they have this year. Um, of course you could say, Oh, well we sold the most of this or this one was the most popular. Um, but yeah, I, I, maybe that's an unfair answer, but I would say I don't want to crown anything product of the year because they're just, most of them are really good. Yeah. yeah. Now we're not, we're not lying to you when we say that we're going to, you know, give awards and stuff this episode we are going to get into it. i just wanted to ask overarching so let's get into more of like the rippies portion which is our corny title for the award show of products uh, i'm sure carter loves it you love i hate it title <laughs> kind of reminds me of cereal i don't know why what rippies i don't know i just like have this commercial in my head of a kid being like reese's for breakfast but instead it's like rippies for breakfast <laughs> I don't know. What what flavor would Rippy cereal be? Like fruity pebbles mixed with Reese's. Ash. Oh, warehouse <laughs> dust. Where- <laughs> <laughs> That's stuff built up in the corner. Um, all right, so let's talk about a top, like top three or five. We're going to build this right now. Top three to five materials slash fabrics of the year. Now let's set a ground rule. Do we want this to be just like three to five materials that we came out with this year, or top three or five of our favorite materials this year? period. What do you guys think? I would say the one that we have prepared is the one where it's anything and they're the things that were the hottest. So let's go with that one. <laughs> we have talked about that a little bit more. Um, so number, let's start from bottom, from number five up. Number five, uh, fabric slash material of the year is 0.66 membrane, 10 taffeta nylon. Carter, why is that? Uh, it's just a staple product for us. We've had it for a long time. Uh, it's an incredibly high quality quilt fabric that lots of the major cottage vendors use for their quilts and jackets and pillows. And I just think it stood the test of time. And yet again, it's one of our most popular offerings in a slew of colors. Uh, yeah. I think it just deserves to be pretty much always highlighted as, as one of the top boys or gals or thems. Of course. Fabrics, I think is what we call them. Fabrics uh, or material. Sorry. Yeah. Now that makes sense. That is, that is a staple. Uh, did any of us make something with, actually, I know I did. Did anybody else make something with 0.66 membrane 10 this year? Definitely not. You already know the answer to that. Not this year, Checked but in. I have I made, know. it's, I have made many, many things. <laughs> Quilts, pillows. Yeah. Uh, wind shell. That, that one didn't go well. Um, down hats. Uh, I've made a lot with yeah. membrane over the years. Yeah, it makes sense. I made my niece uh, a quilt. Um, it was like the outside was a, the purple nylon tassel and the inside was 0.66 membrane. I actually made her two quilts. I think about it. Babies grow really fast. Anyway, yeah, uh, do. number four fabric slash material of the year was ultralight venom stretch mesh eco. Isaac, why is that? Uh, 
I mean, I think this one kind of speaks for itself. Um, but speak for it. Yeah. <laughs> so the Venom Stretch Mesh uh, 1.0, I guess, uh, has kind of been a staple for a while because originally we had like the 9.3 Dyneema Stretch Mesh, which was like super bomb proof and heavy duty. And like I loved using it for stretch pockets. But then we came out with the Venom Ultralight Stretch Mesh, which was like half the weight almost yeah almost half the weight still durable had some ultra pe in it so all that was cool but now you add the eco variant to it and Mm. it's like all those super cool aspects of that that fabric and (laughs) and now it's recycled or at least partially partially recycled so um yeah you know the frank frank's red hot commercial yeah, I put that beep on everything. Yeah, I feel like that's ultralight venom stretch mesh. Yeah, just put that on ev- no matter the project that's finding its way into it almost always. Yeah. yeah, it's another sector. I mean, it's another product. Even though venom ultra mesh, whatever we call it, came out quite a while ago, it really I think shows, uh, like what we're able to do and how we're able to hit the ground running on something when we notice that there's a gap in the market and as people who are using using fabrics and making stuff with them all the time in the outdoors or in travel, uh, it's cool for us to be able to look at that and say, you know what? The best stretch mesh out there on the market weighs 10 ounces. That's not, that's not the best we can do. So I'm, I'm certainly very proud of that in general because that also opened the door for other companies to also start thinking about that same thing. So it, it benefits the maker community and, just the people that use gear community as a whole. I think too, this year more than ever, people have been asking for recycled and and for eco fabrics. And I think that it was great that we could deliver that and bring something new to the market. And also, I just think that 2024 is going to be the year of eco fabrics. I mean, it only makes sense. I think eco everything. We'll give some sneak peeks later, but there, I think there are a lot of opportunities that we have to expand what we can do in terms of sustainability not just limited to like woven or laminate fabrics i don't know what you mean but i like the sound of it uh the number three material slash fabric of the year is polar tech alpha direct 4004 i'll take this one uh, i think this is kind of all of the polar tech that we brought on but specifically um that variant of alpha direct uh which i, I think that's the 90 gsm one is just been it's a super versatile fabric that that a lot of people uh maybe before alpha direct was kind of limited to let's i'll include myself in this group like limited to the gear nerds that like really pour themselves into figuring out why this fabric is the best new one to now it's kind of a ubiquitous piece of gear that everybody likes they see this fabric and they're like okay i know this is like insulative but it's also a layer i can wear while i'm moving and it's it's just awesome and i i think it's inspired a lot of people to make their first apparel projects me included uh which is a really cool thing and it's kind of one of the missions of why we want to bring on products i mean coupling it with the release of tim from learning myog's uh alpha raglan hoodie i mean it was just like a match made in heaven right like the i think he came out with that pattern and at the time you could only get alpha direct from like mill direct and you could only get like Whatever color they happen to have remnants of. Yeah, like just random, like puke green colors that nobody wanted. 
but then like this pattern was available and super easy to make. So I think just having those two things yeah. uh, really made that a, a hot seller. I also think just from being in the hiking community and kind of seeing trends and gear there, I mean, everyone is familiar with Melanzana and how popular they were. And it seems like just yesterday, you know, that they just came out and everyone was really enthralled and it was the first type of pullover of its kind. And then people caught on and realized like, I can make this. And then, I mean, more recently, Senshi, I feel like has really brought the 404 to the front, um, mostly for people who want to wear that layer while they're recreating. I mean, Polar Techs are great, but sometimes, sorry, I mean, like the Melanzanas are great, but sometimes you don't want to be full on recreating, like hiking a thousand feet in a mile, not for a, oh, let's it breathe more. And I've been kind of out on the CDT this year and the AT this year doing some trail magic. And Cinchy is all the talk. I mean, people don't even like if people don't even want to bring up melons on anymore. I think it's partially because you're supporting more of a small maker. There's so many that that I think it's kind of like lost its luster a little bit with the Melanzana. And I think that that 404 people are just really into it. And the fact that since she offers those multiple weights of that polar tech, people are really liking because they can go from the lightest to something a little bit heavier and kind of choose exactly what weight that they want to wear. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, the other thing with Melanzana is that at a certain point, they just stopped selling it, basically. <laughs> I mean, you have to win the lottery four times and then fly to Leadville and then, like, probably do a secret knock on the door <laughs> to then maybe go in there and then you find out it's cash only and you only brought a card. Yeah. So or you like, don't no like the colors that the colorways yeah. that they currently have. And now that there are more cottage gears and just DIYers who are making these and making custom orders where you can pick your weight and your color. I mean, that is something really special and really cool. And what the MIOG and DIY world is all about is having a choice in what you want to wear yeah. uh, or what you want to carry. And I think that people are really enjoying that aspect of it. And I think that's really what brought that 4.0 even more popular because like you said, Melanzana, they're using a very specific polar tech that no one yeah. can recreate and people are seeing a lot of value out of the the 404 yeah. in many ways um for people that are annoyed at us for only having black in 4004 right now um we're working on it also don't be annoyed it's like the best color for something that's a mid-layer yeah. i mean you know yeah. i'm not mad about that yeah. we want to offer more but yeah um when you're working with a brand of that size the amount like we wanted to be able to bring on things like the alpha direct with wool and other variants all at the same time. And to do that, not being, you know, like a $75 billion company, we had to make some choices about what colors we bring on. However, we do have some technologies that we happen to be experts in since about 2014 that allow us to possibly customize some things. And stay tuned. Don't stay tuned. We'll just tell you when it happens. <laughs> yeah. Just another ripstop yeah. Easter egg. Yeah. Don't get too excited. Just follow um, us and we'll tell you. We've spent many minutes on Polar Tech, but I just need to mention one other thing. Uh, last night I took a run and I made, so I made a beanie out of 4008 months ago because I was really intrigued to know like how that would act and new favorite running beanie. That's, I haven't seen beanies made out of Polar Tech 4004 or 4008 or the 90 and 110 GSM, I think it is. But, um, yeah, would would recommend. We have a beanie kit 
get that first and then get like, I don't know, a half yard or a yard of polar tech and make yourself a beanie out of that because it was phenomenal. Like it doesn't, you don't overheat. You don't get like the sweat band, just like filling up with sweat over time. It was great. Yeah. All right. Number two material fabric of the year is one ounce, uh, dynamic composite fabric. Isaac, tell us more. Uh, again, 1.0 DCF is kind of a staple in a lot of places. Um, if you're making shelters or you're making dry bags or you're making stuff sacks, like 1.0 can, can kind of slot into a lot of things. Whereas someone like Carter would say 1.0 is probably a little too heavy for, uh, for the outside of your shelter. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a, the do it all of the DCF weights, I would say. Yeah. And now you can get it in colors. Yeah. So I think those combined things, 1.0 is a very versatile material. It can find its place from shelters to shelter floors to spots in organizational gear. Um, it's, I think it's also easier to work with. It's like the easiest to work with of all of them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just, it deserves a spot there. You could plug in other, uh, Dyneema composite variants there if you wanted to, but that's kind of the placeholder for, uh, Dyneema composite is not dead. It's still there. And especially in those under 2.92 ounce weights, it's still like so one of the best highly technical materials that you could possibly use. The undisputed lightweight champion. (laughs) Uh, all right. The number one material and fabric of the year, according to us and our, uh, deliberation is ultra 100 X. Yeah. I mean, so it might be surprising, uh, for us to put uh, a product on here that we haven't specifically developed in house. I think some people might expect us to say something like that, but I mean, when you look at the, the scope of what is around us, like this material and the ultra materials in general have been, uh, a catalyst for innovation and like groundbreaking stuff over the past couple of years. And uh, it's the fabric that I've used the most this year. Um, I think that there are other opportunities to do maybe even cooler things. Um, but I would give credit to challenge for starting that, that path down that road. So it's just an incredibly versatile material that has uh, strength in all the right places and it's semi cost effective, I guess. But yeah, it's, it's awesome. I also like gray. So they also did a good job. Uh, like the, the original ultra 100 material was really cool, but they quickly, uh, created the X variant to help with some of the problems that they had faced. And I love how they developed that along the way as well. They're like, this is good, but we can make it better based on what people are saying. And it's just stronger and better performing now than it was before. Yeah, it's still a relatively new product on the market. So I know as time goes on, um, challenge seems to be pretty quick to address those issues. So yeah, uh, I know that if after 10,000 miles of using something, if they have lots of feedback that have other issues, that they'll be quick to address them and try to make the best product possible. Yeah. Challenge. Sale qual. <laughs> So there's our top five fabric materials of the year. Uh, let's talk about components. Um, not 
maybe as flashy of a topic, but one that makes a huge difference, especially when we talk about our favorite component of the year. So our number one component of the year was the Wujin Slim Strap Keeper. Yeah! So basic, but whoever wrote this, because I didn't actually write that, that we, we do, we literally do use it on everything. Like, no, you're so right. I was thinking about that. Like, man, that's which one? Like, is it, the, is it a buckle? But no, you're so, tr- you're so right. Every project I think I've made this year has included a Slim Strap Keeper to some extent. It come and we released it this year, I believe. So it kind of does both. Yeah. Where Isaac and I spent a, a significant amount of time going through and curating components that we both have either used or like thought we could use and thought others would like, and that was one of them. And I think it's it's nothing fancy at all. It's the most. I think it shows you that you don't always have to have like some crazy new. They're cool too, but like crazy like hyper expensive like buckle or like fancy glow in the dark uh, reflective thing. It's like, this is a useful product and it saves people time and it yeah. looks better. And yeah. So I'd for- also like to throw in that. I really like the uh, slick clips, uh, both the Siamese slick clip and the standard slick clip. <laughs> <laughs> well done with that actually that was impressive <laughs> gotta really enunciate those um but yeah i i made a uh a new fanny pack slash storage bag slash chest pack thing uh a few weeks ago and i used both the uh slim strap keeper and slick clips on that um for people listening that don't know our product titles as well as we do the Slim Strap Keeper is a piece that has a split bar on the back so you can feed it onto webbing. So if you imagine like a fanny pack waistband and how there's the end that you, when you tighten the waistband, it kind of flaps around. The Slim Strap Keeper goes onto the webbing and you can feed the end of the webbing into that. So that way it stays uh, stays flat on, on the webbing and on your back. So it's not just flapping around. I use it on my shoulder straps or my backpack. You can put it anywhere. And then the- It's uh, also removable, which is a cool feature. So- That's the split bar. If you say that. Uh, like- you know, pinch it, flip it, flop it. You can get it out of there and yeah. put it on something else or if you want to replace the webbing. So that's cool too. And then the the slick clips that Isaac's talking about, explain those to people. Uh, so imagine like a slip lock tri-glide, which is um, kind of a, a three-barred component that allows you to adjust things and tighten things uh, with webbing. The slick clip has three bars also, but one or both of the sides are uh, openable so that you can slide it into, let's say, like a, a webbing loop, kind of like a G-hook. But it's a lot more low profile and a little more sturdy than that because you can close it back. And um, yeah, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, it's, it might not be a great. Most people that are listening to this have seen this before. It's on a lot of your cottage um, removable hip belts. Yeah. Right. They use that uh, that piece of hardware for removable hip belts or fanny packs uh, to attach to packs and things like that. Uh, and it, they are really secure. I've never had one of those like pull off. Like yeah. it's kind of hard to open. That's how secure it is. And they're they're just great for like semi permanent webbing attachments and mm-hmm. detachments. Yeah. I want to throw in one more here that yeah. wasn't on the list, but. One thing that I was really excited about this year was the YKK reverse zipper sliders in colors. Um, Mm, I've used that a lot. And I know 
if you have seen them on their webs our website and you're wondering about the zipper tape, I would hold your breath because we <laughs> might be bringing on the matching piece to that. Oh, we'll have that in Q1. I actually wrote on the page to like let people know, like, don't worry, we're going to have them because I felt bad that we got the sliders so much sooner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, go ahead, Avery. Yeah, and I, I think that for me, um, and I feel really silly using this example, but to me, like components are almost like the accessories of an outfit. Like you have the right shoes and it's going to make your project just so much cooler. And I tend to work with really colorful fabrics. And right now I'm only using rainbow thread and it just tends to go with everything that I have. But even right now, having just the colored zipper slider really makes me happy. And it, it, to me, it's just like, yeah, the shoes that really finish the look. And <laughs> I love that. That's <sighs> awesome. I haven't used it yet, but I am excited about the ultralight side release buckle now in colors. That's a great buckle. I feel like, uh, well, it fits the bumpy webbing really well, which is one of my favorite, um, like webbing accessories to use on stuff. So, um, I'm glad that we have that, that now. You're going to have... use a color. What's up? You're going to use a color. You didn't um, bring on gray, you know. <laughs> Probably making it for other people. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, if you're super cool and you really like colors like me, you can, you can mix the buckle so you can do one half orange and the Whoa. other half blue and really get wild with it. So you can pretend like you work at Cotopaxi now. Yes. <laughs> no shade. Just it's so funny. The difference in, uh, you know, that you can see in the DIY community, like Jameson and I are very similar in the sense that like, most of what we're going to make is probably going to be like gray, black, Heidi Brown, Heidi Brown, maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe like a slightly different shade of Brown in some way, earth tones. Uh, earth tones. And then you have Avery who's like putting every color known to man on her projects. It's just yeah, really cool. It's like a rainbow threw up on my gear. <laughs> I'm probably somewhere in between. I like to do a lot of custom color coordinated stuff. I do this when I build bikes too. Yeah. Or that's why the sliders are also, also cool to me. Like I really like to make a custom outdoor ink pattern and then be able to use different components and cordage and things that all accent them. But normally it's like a color scheme. Whereas I think Avery is more like color block, like whatever happens yeah. here, if it's vibrant, then it's cool. So I'm kind of, I'm like kind of in the middle. Yeah. Okay. So steering away from our product specifically for a few moments, um, we get the chance to see a lot of products that we get tagged in. Also, our if you just scroll through any one of our uh, Instagram or Reddit, you're going to see a lot of cottage companies, a lot of gear. Uh, so we do want to mention a couple uh, pieces of gear that stood out to us this year. Um, I do want to preface this by saying it, it probably happens once a week from all of us where we see something that we show somebody else. I wish that we could mention all the people that we see that we that we think about we're like oh it's so cool um i don't remember what i saw in february and i was like oh my gosh that's the coolest thing i've ever seen unfortunately these are going to be fairly recent things but so if you are a cottage company that you've heard us talk about or that you're like man i did something cool you really did and i'm sure we did see it we just can't remember all of them these are just gonna be the ones that stick out so i just want to preface that jameson the rips up by the role diplomat <laughs> i like a lot of gear okay <laughs> Um, <clears throat> all right, uh, Avery, let's start with, with you. What cottage products stood out to you this year? Oh man, right when you were entering that, I had one last minute come to mind that is a product that isn't fabric related. And if I, if it comes to me, I will we'll loop back around. Um, 
But two things that immediately stick out to me. One is a newer company that I've come across called Rowdy Y'alls. And if you love Polar Tech and you love overalls, this oh, one's for you. I, I mean, there's probably nothing better than a full pant upper half overall <laughs> suit i mean that's just like kind of kind of my dream just like bathing and living in polar tech <laughs> um it's almost like a snuggie in i hope polar they're using tech. the uh the odor resistant variant yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um another one real quick because i am on social media for ripstop and i see everything that everyone tags us in this is one that almost broke our instagram and this is the hermetic gear denim printed backpack i'm really into printed textures lately because you're giving something that's 2d a 3d look like printed printed sweater like it's not a sweater but you can see the you can see the like the depth to it exactly thank you and and that denim well one i just really have an obsession with denim i don't even want to tell you how many denim jackets i have but the fact that it was denim texture printed on dcf i just kind of lost my mind and everyone else on instagram did too but if you don't know what i'm talking about go over to hermetic gear they make a lot of really sick custom printed backpacks but that denim pack i mean was like my ultimate justin and britney moment on the red carpet <laughs> but for gear so yeah yeah i'm gonna have to look that up i don't think i remember i haven't seen that one yet I want to see Isaac come in with some printed DCF denim jeans. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Speaking yeah, of Isaac, what is your cottage product of the year? Uh, so I'm going to have to go with, well, to preface this, I know you all, some of you know that I'm a, a bushcrafter at heart. So I do love my saws and axes and whatnot. You love that, the skill living in the bush. That's for sure. Yeah, I do. Um, so... This company called Siluk 46, uh, I think Carter turned me on to them probably last year. Uh, I got, got his tree table. It's like a ultralight hammocking table that you uh, strap to a tree. I used it when I was uh, like in my tree stand and I would put my coffee on it and it was great. Um, so he has come out with a like an ultralight handle for a silky saw. Uh, and if you don't know what a silky saw is, it's similar to in the bushcrafter world. There's like a, there's really two saws that most people gravitate towards. It's either the Baco Laplander, which is like a traditional two way, like push pull uh, pruning saw, basically. And then you have the silky saws, which are a Japanese style. Uh, I think it's a push only saw. Um, so yeah, th those are kind of the two realms in the bushcrafter world, and Silic Forty Six has created a a handle uh, that replaces the factory handle. That's I think it's made out of titanium or uh, aluminum. Um, yeah, and he's still prototyping it right now. It just looks really cool, so I think that's my favorite. I like that. I like silky saws as well. Did you guys just notice how much Isaac talked in the last 30 seconds? That was impressive. You were just like, so you guys actually know this saw and this saw, but actually if you merge this saw and this saw, then you get this one. You just People lit talking up. about their passions, man. I know. I love it. We should have a segment one day where Isaac mentions bushcraft gear and I have to guess what it is because when he said silky saw, I was like. Is it like really saw? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carter, what about you? Uh... 
similar to you, I had difficulty with this because I've seen a lot of gear and I like right now trying to find. I like a lot of it. Um, but a piece of gear that I use more than any other piece of gear in the world and have for quite some time now uh, is the Treadlight Gear Diefold Wallet, um, specifically the street version, which is just a it uses like five ounce Dyneema composite instead of one point four three. Um, but I also, uh, they had a, like, I don't know, prototypes sale. And I was able to get some made out of, like, RFID with DCF and Ultra and one that has, like, a coin pouch. But basically, it's this awesome ultralight wallet uh, that is incredibly well made with no stitching whatsoever. And it kind of, like, it has this, like, piece of really high quality, like, hook and loop. That's it's not like the fabricy kind, but you open it and it kind of like cascades down, uh, and it's just an incredible wallet. It's super well made. It's very light and very compact, and I have like a lot of them. I gave one of them to Isaac. Yeah, I was about to say I have the one with the coin pouch, <laughs> and it's a perfect spot for my uh, my pocket uh, lockpick set and some. Not for your coins. Things. <laughs> Not for coins. Nobody carries coins anymore. Well, un- unless you shop at Aldi like I do, uh, but then I just carry one my, quarter. Yeah, I carry my Aldi quarter in the the truck pocket. So. Didn't you? Didn't somebody? Yeah, you three D printed an Aldi quarter like thing, right? I've since found a lot better ones. Yeah, I used that. Never mind. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that off yeah. off air. Yeah, maybe. the Diefold wallet. Uh, they're based in uh, Treadlight gear. I think it's gear, but Treadlight something. In the UK, uh, they have lots of really cool, uh, high quality products like pot stuff sacks and different travel gear and shoulder pouches. Um, but the one thing that everybody knows is that I really like super tight and pristine, like quality. That's really important to me. Um, some people are like, nah, you know, stitches don't look great, but it held up for a through hike. And I'm like, that is awesome. And that's what gear should do for you. Um, but I get excited when things are highly technically made, and this is one of those things. Can I hop back in and yeah. re-loop back to the piece of gear that is not fabric-related, but I think is something really cool that came out this year? Absolutely it's... not. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone else has seen, but the lo-fi stove This guy created this stove that doesn't take fuel canisters. You can plug it into your battery pack and to create your fire, you can literally just burn anything. So you can just like pop some extra ramen noodles from your pack in there and use that to make the (laughs) fire to burn your food. And that is just like one of the most revolutionary pieces of gear. I don't personally have one, so I can't speak 100% to it, but I've watched all of his videos and every time I'm just like, man, that is, that's so fun. So, yeah. I also enjoy, he posts some like videos on how he's been doing like the machining and stuff. Mm -hmm. And those are also really fun to watch, like how he stamps the stoves with his logo and all that. Yeah. Did you remember, come up with yours, Jameson? I think I just found it. I've been searching on my phone the entire time. You guys have been talking. Glad you were there and available and listening. That's I was awesome. Present, okay. I feel like all of us have Swiss cheese brain when it comes to gear. Like we see so many things yeah. and we can see it in our head and probably describe it. But then we're like, oh my God, what is the name? So I think we've all yeah. been like trying to there are, <laughs> scroll back and remember. There are that. elements of this podcast that are incredibly well like outlined and stuff. Like what, like a lot of questions we're going to talk about today. And then just like, 
if there's a place that I have to fill in the blank for something I think about personally, I forget to do that because I'm worried about making sure it's outlined. So Jameson is also one of the most indecisive human beings I've ever met in my life. You should see him at a store. I don't want to talk about that. When he like, he, he goes to the store and he's like, I'm going to get this backpacking meal at REI. He walks around with it in his hand for the whole time. And he's like debating whether or not he should get it. And he's like thinking about it. He's like, guys, I don't know. Like I haven't had this flavor. I don't know if it's going to be good for something that like a $10 thing. And then, Right before we leave, he's like, "Ah, you know what? I don't need it." And he like sticks it back. So I think it's just part of his personality to yeah. be a thoughtful person. It's true. I think it's an ADHD that. thing because I definitely, yeah. definitely have that as well. Um, okay, so the I think the piece of gear that impressed me the most it's kind of split between two, but the exact same idea. The original one that I found though, I'm pretty sure this is it. It's by a company called DD Hammocks, and they have the DD Superlight Backpacker Tarp. So the way that they design this system is that your tarp attaches to your seat and then you tie out your your handlebars so uh, obviously when you're bike packing you probably don't have trekking poles with you uh, I might ask questions if you do have them with you um, so you need some structure to hold your tarp so the way this works is that uh, there's like one corner of the tarp tied out to the seat then it pitches out uh, that gives it the height and then you just tie out your handlebars to keep your bike from falling over um, so and- Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I know you like that one because you've talked about it before on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. So you remembered, I'm proud of you. You remembered something that you actually saw. You didn't just lie and Google cottage gear. No, no, no. This is legitimate. And that thing is really cool, by the way. So that one was the first tarp that I saw. I was like, this is super sick. I've, I've thought about the idea of how I've thought about trying to lighten up my bike packing low, but I didn't exactly know how to do that without, well, I wanted to do it in a way that I could make it. Obviously I'm not going to buy the, um, buy a BCF tent right now. Um, but we, I think Carter initially saw it and sent it to Isaac and I, there's another bike packing tent where you use the bike as structure, but it's a totally different system. Uh, this company on Instagram, it's underscore Maruta M O R U T a underscore. Um, and this, the way that this tent works out is that you flip your bike upside down so that the handlebar and the seat on the ground. And then you put like the strip of fabric over the wheels and then your tent attaches to the wheels like that. So you can see it's genius. It's really cool. Carter and Isaac, I think actually like this tent version more, I think you're like the structure and the design. So it's all, I sent you it and you said, this is ugly. And then I was like, but think about it, man. Well, what I said was I don't want to get my handlebars wet and dirty. (laughs) Yeah. That's by putting it in the ground weak. <laughs> if you haven't ridden in sand, like just gotten like dirt on your handlebars forever, then I mean, either you're just stronger than I am or you haven't done it yet. Stronger. Probably the former. Stronger than you. Uh, anyway, yeah, this one is super cool. Also, I found the screenshot really easily of the Maruda tent because I think there's some translation thing. And if you're listening, Maruda, you have a fantastic product. And this is purely uh, just funny to read. We have, everyone knows of Black Friday in America. Um, the Black Friday uh, mindset is transitioning to other countries that are trying to sell in America, I think. And, uh, this ad particularly, unless it's something I completely don't understand, which then I'm the fool. This ad just said black week, (laughs) 20% off, which I'm on board. This tent's sick. Uh, It's, uh, there's obviously no shade. I just thought it, that's how you remembered to look for it. Cause you thought that was a funny, I I took a screenshot of it. I was like, this is hilarious when I'm just feeling low, I'm going to go just laugh at black week. Um, (laughs) that's funny. So that's how I pulled up this tent so quickly. But yeah, that thing is really cool. Just the integrated tent bike thing. I just thought was, was really awesome. I have one more thing to add. Okay. It's not cottage related at all. Okay. It's also not really uh, something that stood out to me. Seems to Nissan fit. Frontier. Seems to fit really well. <laughs> so we can cut this out if we want to. I was just really excited about it. So I want to share it. I love um, it. We recently did 
a like a fun weekend for Carter's birthday, and we went to a used gear shop in Charlotte. And I found Shout out Gear Goat Exchange. Yeah, Gear Goat Exchange. <clears throat> I found a like super okay. This might offend some people, but to me, it was vintage, right? So probably from like the eighties. So if you just offend Jason, yeah, if you were born in the eighties or before, I'm not calling you old. I'm sure you're an awesome person and you can do many things, (laughs) but slowly, (laughs) just slower than I would do it. Possibly shout out Jason. (laughs) Anyways, I found like this vintage, uh, MSR Titan pot set. Um, and so at the time, the MSR Titan pot set was like one of the only titanium pot sets for like Alpine uh, mountaineers and backpacking and stuff. Uh, and it still has like the old school, like uh, more angular MSR design on it. Um, and I really liked it. It's super I cool. I bought it. It's cool. Um, yeah. It's got like all three pots and you know, yeah. He cool. was like, he, we got home and to, or got back to the Airbnb and Isaac immediately was like seasoning it up. <laughs> water on. He had like, yeah, he pulled out microfiber claws and was like caressing it. Well, I think the person that sold it to the gear exchange, like they had some like rice residue, like they burnt Ugh. some rice in it. So they were probably like, oh, this is no good anymore. But I'm like, bro, that's titanium. It's gonna <laughs> rice from 1984 <laughs> yeah. stuck to the bottom. Mm. Yeah. It's cleaned up and ready to use now. The rice is right. All right. Let's talk about our personal favorite products of the year now, or projects of the year, rather. Uh, a lot of us have made a lot of things or at least just been a part of stuff. And uh, we've talked about it on other episodes, but yeah. Um, Isaac, what's your favorite thing you made this year? Oh, man. I've made a few things that I really liked, but I think my favorite is a synthetic quilt that I made. Um I don't know how or why I did this, but like I just decided one day that I wanted to make like a, a Wooby substitute. Um, and a, a Wooby is a, a poncho liner for the non-military folk out there. And it's just like a, it's kind of like a security blanket. Like it's just a comfy blanket that you can also use as like a sleeping bag. Right. Um, so I made it out of uh 1.55 multicam, and I think one one rips out polyester. One on RPC. Uh, it wasn't RPC. It was probably nylon. Unless unless the back was printed as well. Good stuff, guys. <laughs> Anyways, I'm, what do you mean? Kidding. One uh, one RPC is only a print option. So unless yeah, it was printed, I, I was thinking that I had gotten like a seconds piece. I don't. Anyways, um, made it with synthetic insulation and then i was excited about like the closing bones that i used uh which are like what? the the closing bones which are the small version of uh the toggle. The tactical toggle oh, that we sell oh the toggle yeah um it's like what the- <laughs> we're gonna so- start calling the end segments our closing <laughs> bones <laughs> That's the name that like Wujin gives it. That's why. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't make that up. Yeah. Uh, I thought you did, or nope. I thought you made it. Up. I just thought it was like a in, an industry term for the military or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyways, yeah, I didn't put a zipper on it. I just put like a few loops mm-hmm. on one side and then the toggles on the other, so that I can put those together and make it like a closing bones sleeping bag with the closing bones. Yeah. This is probably also going to get cut, which is fine. But um, I've thought about. I'm trying to. Thought about trying to make like a really simple tarp that we can make out of scraps and then just like give it to homeless people during the winter time. 
but every time I think about that, like tarps or uh, not tarps, quilts are kind of time intensive. So it'd be a lot. I don't know. The closing bones might be a simple way. I just got me thinking about ways to like streamline the the quilt yeah. system. I feel like uh, that lifestyle would not be conducive to ultralight fabrics. No, no, but at least keep it warm for like a week. <laughs> That's true. Probably better than nothing. <laughs> All right. Avery, do you have a favorite thing that you made this year? Yeah, I was thinking about that when you asked and I was like, man, I haven't really done anything huge or notable or really spectacular, I guess. But um, I think my favorite thing that I made was a very, very, all my projects tend to be like last minute might be an ADHD thing when I'm like, maybe I should be packing to go on a two week trip and I am at my sewing machine until 2 a.m. And I have to get up in five hours. Um, That's when I get most of my sewing done. But this was something that I wasn't planning on making. And I was like, I'm going to do this. So I have a little Instax mini Evo camera and there wasn't a case for it. And they probably don't even really make a case for it, but I was like, I'm going to whip up something. So I tend to get misprints of like a ZPP kit or whatever. And it's kind of messed up. And I used a square piece of that, added some spacer mesh and kind of made a camera holder for myself and then just added a cam snap and two tabs. Uh, The camera has a strap on it. So it's really just a protective case. So I can still use the camera and the strap and put it on my shoulder. And then it still has a very protective case. And then it's super easy just to open up and pull out and use and take a picture. So I think that is probably just my favorite thing because I was just like walking around, slinging my camera around like it was hitting things. And I was like throwing it in my backpack and it has a screen protector, but you know, I want to, want to take care of my camera equipment. And that was just something fun where I was like, I didn't have a pattern. I didn't, I just had a vision in my head and I ended up making it work. And yeah. It's a very like, I I don't know. It's just like this, uh, pridefulness that you feel when you can do something. It's like a liberating feeling where you're like, dude, I can't believe I made that and it like works. And I have like this product that I made and I didn't have to buy. It's just, it's a cool feeling. Yeah. Would you, what pattern was it? Or like what colors and stuff? It was the, the blue donut. So the blue background with the, the pink donuts. And also that period of making right before my trip, I just was like, I need stuff sacks for everything. And again, I don't know how I did this, but I ended up making five or six of my own lay flat stuff sacks. And I feel like I can do more sewing in an hour period than I can an entire year. There's just something about that for me. So yeah, just making a bunch of stuff sacks and all different sizes with really like no plans or I was just like, I don't even know what size this is going to end up being. I just know I need to make it for something and ended up giving a bunch of them away when I went on my vacation. Cause my friend was like, Oh my God, those are so cool. And I just was like, nah, I can make more when I get home. But in realistic, like in all reality, I probably won't make more until I go on vacation <laughs> next year. So yeah. <laughs> what about, what about you, Jameson? You're, the MB, MVP, VIP, MYOG, or of RBTR. Unregulated so. attention issues makers. <laughs> this guy can whip out 40 backpacks in 15 minutes. Um, my, by far, I made a, I've made a lot of stuff this year. I made a lot of things that I'm really happy about. Made like a mesh tent. 
um, made another tarp, uh, like all sorts of stuff. But by, by and large, my favorite thing that I made this year was my, like my new work bag slash like EDC backpack. Um, if you scroll back on our Instagram, there's a coyote Brown that's EPLX with like a diagonal zipper. Um, that's, that's mine. That's my work bag. And I, I just took a lot of time to make that. I knew I've, I've wanted to make a backpack that's kind of been the, the, I had all the features that I liked from other packs. Um, and I finally took the time to do that this summer and I, I love it. It has a specific, there's a, a laptop sleeve that you can access internally and externally. Um, there's a removable like frame sheet kind of in there. Uh, there's, I made, I keep like two pens in my backpack. I used to have like 20, but nobody uses them anymore. So I just like, I made a little slot for just two pens. I have an external zipper. I keep my AirPods and like one charger and lactate pills, like just a pocket big enough for those. Gotta have those lactate pills. You you know, I do. Uh, there's an internal zipper for like, I keep my, well, I used to keep my Swiss army knife in there before it got taken at TSA, but RIP. Yeah, exactly. Keeps some ibuprofen, uh, has like perfect water bottle pockets and like a two external pockets. I just did it perfectly in the way that I wanted it to be in just that way. Um, I made straps based off of natural pack straps that have like a phone pocket from traveling and like another packet for snacks, or whatever. Like it's, I just took all the time and energy to plan it out exactly how I wanted it to. And I just love it. I mean, I use it every single day. Every time I travel, I'm like, man, I'm so glad I put this feature in there. And then the big feature is that diagonal zipper all the way down. Um, when I, when I took that pack on my, like the first trip after I made it, I was driving across like half the country with my friend and we were in and out of hotels every single night and in and out of the car every day. And, um, it was, the weather was, we were driving from Chicago to, to Montana. So like the weather was kind of all over the place. It was just so great to like unzip the bag and grab like my rain jacket or grab my Merino hoodie and like do things like that. Cause I could unzip it and grab something from the bottom without just like digging around the pack the whole time. So it's kind of, kind of the coolest feature. Cause I think it's a really aesthetically pleasing pack, but also just actually works perfectly. So. It looks very beautiful. That's you should be super proud of it. Thank you. Can I chime in and mention yeah. a project that you made that I chimed in with? How many people <laughs> ever heard of? I think one of the community's favorite projects that you made and we posted on Instagram would oh, be yeah. your, your window covers with the rain fly. We don't have to go into detail here because we do have a blog post on it, but that, that one was off the charts. Um, that one did blow up somehow. Yeah. So if you're curious about car camping and bug mesh window covers with a rainfly, um, go to that episode. <laughs> yeah, listen to that episode and check out that blog DIY car camping projects. Yeah, there's a the first picture I had. I there were a lot of questions, so I answered a lot of questions there. If you have more, message us. But those are those are really cool. One thing I I've really wanted to do recently is kind of gamify our episodes a little bit or, or make some kind of interactive mode for people listening, but also for the people that are here. So <clears throat> the way that we decided to try that out for this episode is that we are going to uh, play a game called Guess the Product. It's fairly obvious. Uh, we're going to give Carter and Isaac a sticky note that they're going to put on their forehead. This is the callback to the episode of The Office. They're going to put a sticky note on their forehead that has a product that we released this year. Avery and I are going to give you all tips, or we'll do one at a time so you can give Carter a tip too and vice versa. Um, the rules are fairly simple. You're going to try to guess the product that's on your forehead. When uh, we're giving you the tips, we cannot tell you whatever. We can't tell you say any of the words that are in the product. If the weight is in the product, then we can't say the weight. If the weight is not in the product title, then we can. We can. Oh, tell you, you give us the tips. Yes, yeah. we're oh, giving you the shit. tips. So the listeners. Oh, sorry. Oh, crap. <laughs> the listeners, you can more or less play along. So you can pretend like you're the person with the fabric on your forehead, and you're trying to guess what what this is. Uh, can Isaac switch places with you so that we can, like, 
be across from each other? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> why not? <laughs> uh, because why do you want that again? I, I just said no. I don't. Oh, actually don't. don't we have to look at each other's foreheads? No, we're we're we're. No. You don't oh, us. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the reason why I just said shit like four seconds ago, and I already <laughs> forgot. My bad. So, uh, Avery and I are going to write some of these down. I've hidden, I pre-wrote a couple of them on the table underneath me, so I'm going to pull them out and uh, and tell you. So again, if you're listening, don't you don't have to worry about not seeing the sticky note. You can pretty much play along uh, and see if you can guess what they are. Should I close my eyes while you put it on me? Sure. Yeah, it works. Uh, uh, making sure I covered all the rules. If you love this game, then let us know. If you hate it, let us know. We won't do it again. We want to have some fun with it, but if it sucks, then that's okay too. All right, Carter, here you go. If you want to visually watch this part, because it might be a little more entertaining, you can go to our YouTube. All right. <laughs> I cannot see that at all. All right, Carter, turn your head to... Uh, <laughs> I thought he was going to have one, too, and we were uh, just going to see who... You'll do one at a time. We're going to go. Oh. So show Isaac what your sticky note says. Oh, oh no! I didn't see it. I didn't see it, I swear. <clears throat> this is... Wait, hold on. Took my glasses off now. Oh, I, wouldn't, I can't see it. You can't read it anyway. <laughs> all right. So... The sticky note fell off Carter's head, but everyone knows what it is, so pretend like the sticky note's on his head. I took my glasses off, so I'm fundamentally completely seeing him. Well, I am very seeing impaired, so I can't cheat. First hint. I'll go with the first one. This is a predetermined... um, Oh, gosh. Predetermined set of steps to complete a project. Are these not products? It is a product. Any of the pro- any of the sixty products. That oh, learn emoji pattern raglan hoodie alpha. Good guess, Isaac. You can take the next hint. Um, goes on the other half of your body. <laughs> I just thought of my body as front and back. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like ultralight cape. Uh, um, it goes on the other half of your body. Oh, okay, then it's the it's the. Camp pants from yes, Learning Myog. Very good. The Alpha Camp Pants uh, bundle from Learning Myog. I cannot believe I just imagined, like, well, you know, they have like, I th- who is it? I think Dutchware maybe has like a front jacket. Oh, yeah, Brooks yeah, has uh, one too. No, the fracket. Um, uh, oh, that. Then I was thinking of functional clothing labs. They have like the front vest yeah. for your. All right, we I don't have ready. that though, so that was yeah, that would have been wrong. Not, yeah. All right, Isaac, I'm gonna stick a sticky note on you. <laughs> All right, everyone, seen it. Let's do this. Ultralight fabric. First hint. Bear bag. Letters and numbers. Okay, so printed DCF. Is it a... Sp- no? Nope. I like. Oh, DTRS 75. There well we go. Gotcha. That was quicker than I thought. We are experts in our field of being almost experts. <laughs> We're really good at almost being good at it. Yeah. My vision is so poor that when I take my glasses off, I keep hitting my hat on and <laughs> onto the mic because I can't tell how close it is to me. So I'm sorry, Avery. Okay. Yeah, but my hint's definitely going to give it away. Okay. Okay. Right. Excuse me? Sorry. <laughs> I heard bright? Not right. <laughs> That's my hint. You're telling me I'm wrong before I've even... <laughs> um, hold on. Uh... No, okay, it's the G hook left. Oh, from, well done. Uh, Duraflex, uh, and it's size fifteen millimeter. I know that because I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> she didn't specify the size, so fifteen. This one's yep. designed for Isaac. This one's designed for Isaac. All right, close your eyes. Close your eyes, close your eyes Isaac. Everyone, take a look. Okay. 
Yes. I have the hint. First hint. Isaac, you ready? Oh, you're not sticking it on my forehead. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, you can open your eyes now. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Okay. First hint. Oh, I want to do the first hint. I've got a good one. Okay. But if it's bad, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> the correct tool for the job. Okay. This is the beanie kit. <laughs> no. Yeah, I should have given the first hint. Um, <laughs> because you have to use a serger for that. Oh, I see. Okay. You I don't see. have to. Everyone listening, you can buy it anyway. It's just preferred if you Um, You're feeling... Very lucky. Feeling very lucky. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's a good hint. I want it to actually be hard. Um, Think about it. Right tool for the job. I don't even get that. You should. I'm disappointed in you. I mean, is it the singer heavy duty? No. The, the, what would that? Okay, explain the thought process behind lucky and singer heavy duty. Because we only have certain number of them and if I would you're lucky I don't know <laughs> uh, think about um, okay I'll just give you a, an additional one think about kind of channeling your energy to figure this out we recently did a podcast on how to make apparel and Francesca and oh, Delaney like did not know what this was oh uh, did you listen uh, no, I didn't, but I know <laughs> he's probably using my hint. Uh, um, now I can't remember the name of it. You know the name of this. I do. What, I, what does it do? Uh, it's for putting drawstring into a channel. Yep. Uh, it rhymes with Schmodkin. Schmodkin. <laughs> I was going to say Nodkin. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> do you get Vodkin. my hint now about you're feeling lucky? No. no. The brand. I don't get that. Clover? Oh, okay. Oh, four-leaf clover. Yeah, you got to make it hard. Except for Isaac forgot what a bodkin was. So I think that's awesome. It shows you that. I didn't forget what it was. I forgot the name. You might think we're all superheroes out here, but we all have our flaws. Yes. Some more than others, like me. No. You have the smallest amount of flaws. All right. Carter, close your eyes. I'm, I'm not going to. I got my glasses off. Okay, fair enough. When I, I close my eyes, I get bad thoughts. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Can I go back on with her? <clears throat> yeah. Alrighty. What do you got for me? Okay. I don't have a hint yet. Oh, that's great. Apparel. This is something that we wanted to get the weight of very specifically. Like we wanted to get the weight of this product right. 5.2 stretch mesh or stretch woven four way airwave. Yeah, airwave. That's what it's airwave stretch. See, I forgot things. Well done. <laughs> well, done. <laughs> well, I only named it airwave much later in the process, so that's why I didn't say it. that's fair. Um, that was a good hint, Isaac. Do you guys want to write any of these and give them to Avery and I? Do you want to see if we can guess them before we do our closing bones? I would love to see you and Avery <laughs> give each other clues. <laughs> oh, geez. <clears throat> We could. I can write, write it down. Yeah. yeah, you can just come up with any product. We were going with new products to release yeah. this year, but yeah, open it up. we're going any really off now. the record on this one. <clears throat> yeah, this is not an off the record podcast. We're very much have the red light on. All right, am I? You're not free to go. No, you are. Let's try to make this hard. We got to think of clever okay. ways. <laughs> Don't open. Easy open mitten hook. Wrong. 
Oh, you said open. I couldn't. Okay, next guess. Uh, loops. Anatomy. <laughs> yes, this is. Come uh, on, you have to for you a have loop. To, you have to give a guess. Uh, don't open. Easy. What'd you say? I said don't open. Don't open. You said loops. Loops. And she said anatomy. anatomy. Yeah, I like th- these. Are good. This is the how it should go. <laughs> is it a component? I don't think you can ask questions. I think I can give you another hint. Okay. <laughs> it's a component. <laughs> it was a component mentioned during this episode. Um, slick clip. Okay, dog. Walk me through how you got there. <laughs> I just that was the first component that came to mind this episode. Slick clip. What part of anatomy does that relate to? Would you say? Um, hand. <laughs> Easily adjustable. <laughs> Okay, let me let me drink milk. Well, if you, you say it, if you Listen, say it fast, then you it say? might drink you <laughs> Drink milk with these when you use them. It extends the holding power. The anatomy thing's really thrown me off now. I'm Think about what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Think about the clues. They mm-hmm. all make sense together. Well, yeah, don't obviously. get stuck on one. We're not at REI, and you're not buying a sport. This is what it feels like, dude. <laughs> My next clue is going to be two hundred and six. Mm, yeah. Mm. Webbing. Ultralight side release buckle. Okay. There's a reason. I'm getting pissed off now. <laughs> They're the product team and we're not. Yeah, that's, this, <laughs> yeah, we guessed almost all of them on the first hint. When I say this, mm-hmm. I want you to then tell me how they all relate to each other. Okay. <laughs> okay. Closing bone. Oh. <laughs> Closing bone is the name of the thing. We talked about it today. Yeah, we, you were here. That's you the answer. The answer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How many bones in your body? Well, we don't call that the closing bone, though, on the... Yeah, we do. It doesn't really also matter because, actually, 15 minutes ago, we told you that they were called <laughs> the same thing. So, anatomy, bones, yep, 206, bones. bones. Yep. Closed for don't open. Yeah. Um, Loops, because that's how they connect. That's how they connect. We talked about it earlier in the episode because we actually yep. we did do that. And he literally said it right before you wrote it down. Yeah, whose idea was this to have us guess? What the heck? <laughs> uh, don't feel bashful. It is really hard. I mean, I think that it shows you the difference whenever you work with that every single yeah. day and spend weeks yeah. doing it. And it was also really funny. So I hope people enjoyed that. Also, you're good at riddles and good at putting things together. And I am good at that. I'm... Um, dumb at that <laughs> for anyone wondering uh we call these small toggles on our website so if you would like to go uh to the ripstop by the Roll website and see a closing bone in its glory uh we call it a small toggle i think closing bone is in the copy okay yeah that might make sense i didn't write the copy so same i, I think i did <clears throat> actually i don't even know who i am anymore do you want to do right, that, Avery? Avery? I think we, uh, that was yeah. a lot of fun i don't know how much fun it'll be for others but at this point it's the end of the year. Let us laugh. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And let, let us know if you like laugh. this, please. I'll close my eyes while you write it. And then I just like actually want it on my forehead because I want to fully participate. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's a tough one. If I get this, Carter has to buy me lunch. <laughs> I do have a company card, so I'm happy to. See, it's it's a benefit when you know all the products and you've been here for seven years because you probably don't even know what that is. Ah. Uh. You know what that is? Hey, I've used it. Perfect. So right. it's something we still sell. Still sells operative. 
<laughs> I don't think that's right. I think it's just that. Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah. Defibrillator. <laughs> You're really going abstract with that. This is how you have to play this. If I say if I say like exactly what it's for, then it's like a two guess thing. Well, defibrillator helps you breathe. It can, yeah. Well, no, it doesn't. Uh, no, no, it oh, doesn't. Not what it, oh, a defibrillator is like what you use when you're having a heart attack. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It jump starts the old skin thumper the old or ticker. whatever they call it. <laughs> skin thumper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need another clue. Um, What's your guess, but... though, before you had to guess? The, the sewing machine. <laughs> okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. Both have electricity. I get yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Jim? It's concerning when you guys are having trouble thinking of hints. Oh, I got like six on deck. This, one, this is my favorite product. <laughs> oh, no. This is your product of the year? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, Revive. Uh, What'd you say? Revive. Well, just leave it. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about that. If you say revive, I forgot I'm that that was a rule. Like repair tape. The fact that you said it and it's still going makes it okay. Yeah, that's fair. Jacket. Restoration. Reapply. New season. Oh, is this uh the stuff where you can like reseal your gear? Yes. Revive X. Uh, it's Revive X yeah, yeah. durable water repellent spray. Yes. The funny thing was that Isaac said revive is like the third clue. Oh. <laughs> but it works. So. I forgot that was a, a rule. I think it'd be a lot worse if the, the fabric was like 1-6 Hyper D and you were like Hyper D. <laughs> <laughs> I can't guess it. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, again, please let us know what you thought of the games. We have other games up our sleeves that we'll try in other episodes. If you like this one specifically, let us know so that we can do it again. As always, thank you for helping us have another great year. Uh, it is a privilege to like our job and it's a double privilege to do something that uh, people appreciate. So thanks for letting us do the podcast and talk about fabrics and get paid to do it. And hopefully it helps you out as well. So thanks for everybody. Uh, yeah. You'll hear from us soon. Enjoy your Christmas. We'll see you in the next year. We love you. Later taters. Mm-hmm.